Hi everyone, my name's Jay and welcome to the Monkey Bear Podcast, episode one, the official start. Well, I've done it. I've recorded, edited and worked out how to upload and share a podcast. It was such a great experience, I want to do more. So, this is the official start of the Monkey Bear Podcast. Cue the trumpets. No? Well, in truth, there's no major change from episode zero. I still don't have a plan and I'm going to fumble my way through. Although, this has definitely been the difficult second album. I've been procrastinating about the content, the layout, but I've finally come to a point where I'm happy with where I'm going, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. This week's been a pretty normal one really, a standard run of the mill week for most people, working, exercising, house jobs and a grizzly bear. I'm noticing that as the weeks go on the bear is growing up more and more. I know this is another obvious statement, but it's true. Driving him to nursery was granny no pass. The conversations we're having are getting more and more intense. I don't mean all dark and serious, I mean we'll be driving and all of a sudden the bear will turn around to me and say, Daddy, the car's a medium size. That house over there is bigger and made out of bricks. That car's made out of insert a pause and inquisitive look to me where I say metal and plastic. Metal and plastic. The statement's not out of the ordinary for most I know but it blows my mind every time. The bear is able to recognise and differentiate between sizes and materials. Okay, he didn't fully understand the car materials but the fact he could recognise this and highlight it blew me away. I know at some point he's going to start recognising these things and I suppose that's the joy of having varied interactions with mama bear and myself, time with granny during the week, his days at preschool. I was just caught off guard. It seems like every time I notice he's growing up, it just catches me more and more of God. Here's another example. On Saturday, when talking about preparing for the bump's arrival, Mama Bear mentioned she'd like to put the bear's wardrobe in his cupboard space in his room. This would free up space in the nursery and get rid of a freestanding wardrobe. Surprisingly, I took this all in. On the Sunday, we were supposed to be meeting friends. However, we postponed because we needed an in-day. The in-day was supposed to comprise of us doing house chores and generally getting ready for the next week. It started off well. By 10, we'd done the ironing, cleaned out Harry the hamster, and sorted out the bear's Lego collection. Then, I decided it'd be a good idea if I got clean so I could seize more of the day. All was going so well. Until I was walking around upstairs cleaning my teeth and spotted the cot bed that needed building. The cot bed was flat packed in pieces in the nursery, all ready for construction. We'd brought it down from the lost space after packing it away from when the bear had finished with it. This nursery is a small room. The cot will take up the majority of the longest wall. However, the freestanding wardrobe is preventing the construction and installation of said cot bed. Synapses flashed and flared. Flashback to the wardrobe in the cupboard comment I remembered from the day before. It was like I'd seen a matrix for the first time. All I was seeing was ones and zeros. Today, I would build the cupboard wardrobe. Confidently, I finished getting clean and then got dressed. Proudly walked downstairs and proclaimed, Today, we will be building the cupboard wardrobe. The bear and I are off to the woodshop. Thank you. Oh, okay. Came the response from Mama Bear. Are we? Came the response from the bear. Yes, we are. Come on, shoes on, I said. And with that, the bear and I set off to B&Q. On the way, we discussed what was needed and why. We'd need square wood for the frame, flat wood for the sides, more screws as my current selection is dwindling, closed rail and hooks. We arrived at B&Q, confidently we walked in, and I got distracted by the cordless drills. I'm currently without a drill. Cordless, as both battery packs have died, so I haven't used a corded drill great for any job but as a tinkerer I could really do with just another cordless drill they're so handy just to you know not have to use a screwdriver after hanging my nose over a few drills I heard the following exasperated expression <sighs> come on daddy we're here for wood not drills and in that one sentence I didn't hear a three-year-old I heard an older child 
maybe eight or 10, and it made me so happy. That sentence and the way the bear said it made me realize that he's grown up and even more so he knows what he wants to be doing and why. We were currently off book. We were supposed to be getting timber for his wardrobe, but instead, daddy was wasting time looking at a pointless object. We had a drill, so why was daddy looking at more? I was wasting building time and the bear felt comfortable enough to tell me. It was that gentle reminder that we set off into the labyrinth of B&Q to get the timber and ply for the build. Upon returning home, the bear helped me right up until the point I got the noisy tools out. While I'm cutting and drilling and banging, he's the best helper. But as soon as I get the bigger tools out, he's off. I think it's too big and scary. To be fair, I've only just realised that I'm the one that's in control and I won't cut my hand off. Fast forward to a few hours and a lunch break later, I'd created the cupboard in the wardrobe as desired. I'm not going to beat around a bush. It's a masterpiece in J construction. No bodge, no corners cut, a sturdy wardrobe. Okay, hanging space that will last. I'm pretty impressed with myself, I'm not gonna lie. Usually during these construction projects, I'll measure once but cut twice. Have to visit the shop at least one extra time because I've either forgotten something or I need more materials, but not this time. Nope, this time I'd planned and executed one project in one go. I'm very proud of myself. This serene pride and build was shattered very quickly when it came to my next job. I decided I'd build the flat pack cot bed. I'm an engineer. I've managed to build some large and complex construction projects. I'm even partial to building and tinkering at home, yet never before have I been so wound up with something that should be so easy to put together at home from a box. I was very close at one point to going full on Basil Fawlty, and I even said out loud and probably a bit too loud, why are you being such an ass? Just fit, it's your purpose. Fun times this weekend. Still, in half the time, two hours plus a dinner break, the cot bed was built. Well, minus some bolts I still need to source. Just need to get rid of the freestanding wardrobe and we have a nursery. It was also this weekend the bear had two late nights in a row. Usually, we're pretty good with bedtime. We have a routine which lasts from when dinner starts to head hitting the pillow, and it goes well. Dinner goes on the table. After dinner, the bear can go off and do what he wants to do while he's having his pudding, usually a nice lot. At the same time, the table's being cleared and then the bath's being run. The bear's then called for a bath, then it's PJ's story, then finally bed. This is about an hour, and by the end of it, the bear knows what's what, and it's a smooth transition to sleep. Sometimes there's a little extra chatting, but smooth nevertheless. This weekend has been slightly different. For some reason, on Friday evening, even though we weren't doing anything extravagant other than having a takeaway, before we knew it, time had disappeared and the routine had slipped. The bear was in bed for eight rather than seven. He coped with this extra hour like a star. He just carried on his day and played for longer than usual. The next day was a normal day, we were up here night at 7 and downstairs playing. Then we went food shopping where we ran into his granny and opa. They'd just returned back from South Africa. And we arranged to pop over that afternoon for a coffee and a catch up. Well, after returning home via the toy shop and finishing lunch, we then set off for granny and opa's. Before we left, Mumba Bear and I said the fateful words. We won't stay late. Let's get back for dinner so the bear can have a nice early bedtime. Well, we cursed it without realising. While we were at granny and opa's, the bear had a great time running around and playing. Inside and outside, playing with Lego, playing with football, you name it, he was playing with it. At some point, Granny came in and said, why don't we order curry? Which we all agreed sounded like the perfect dinner. We ordered dinner and it was delivered in what seemed like 15 minutes. During the gap, we were all catching up. Granny, Opa, Uncle Bear, who's actually the bear's auntie, but thanks to Farmer Sam, he calls her uncle, Mumba Bear and I. The bear was joining in, then playing, then coming back to the conversation, then going back to playing. Before we knew it, it was eight again. Although this time, we weren't at home and ready for bed. 
we still needed to get home and get into bed, but we were all having too much fun. So very shortly after realising the time, we set off home. On the way home, the bear was chatting about the fun he'd had, telling us the directions home, and when we said no bath, it would be just having a story and going straight to bed. He looked perplexed. As soon as we got in, the PJs were on and we devoured Aliens Love Underpants, and the bear closed his eyes quicker than a bank holiday sun. On Sunday, the day of the wardrobe build, I can only describe the bear experience in his first ever sleepy day. It was like he had a hangover, but without the alcohol consumption. These two days have really highlighted to me that the routine we have and stick with is definitely best for the bear. Ordinarily, we do not compromise on his bedtime or this routine, and I'm glad we don't. The routine shows it works for us. Whenever the bear wakes up, he's ready to face the day. Yes, by the end of a normal day, he's tired and ready for bed, but the sleep routine helps him prepare for the next day. I'm also glad we did have two late nights, and the bear did what he usually does and took them all in his stride, and made me so proud and pleased with the way he was playing and having fun on a Saturday. Not only with his toys, but with all the random made-up games that brought him joy. When we got home and we were getting the bear in his pyjamas ready for bed, I was fixing his touch light in his reading corner as it had fallen off. As I was doing so, I accidentally turned it on and flashed in my eyes. I'm blind! I shouted. Well, that was it. The bear was barely laughing like I was the funniest man on the planet and the belly laugh just kept on coming thick and fast. This laughter is definitely the best sound that any father can hear. The belly laughs can dispel any bad feeling and instantly raise my mood. It was the best end to a brilliant day. As I mentioned at the beginning, it's really been a tale of two bears this week. The happy-go-lucky bear of the weekend, counteracted by an unhappy and a not-very-well bear of midweek. On Tuesday, Mama Bear received a phone call from the preschool. We're not allowed to call it nursery because he's a big boy, saying that the bear was really upset and complaining of a very sore ear. Typically, when I received the phone call, I'd just arrived at my head office in Brighton, so I was 104 miles away type of useless. Thankfully, the management at Mama Bear's school, where she teaches, were great and Mama Bear managed to pick the bear up with no issues. On to the next challenge of the day, trying to get a doctor's appointment in the afternoon. As a family, we very rarely venture to the doctors. However, we do know that trying to make an appointment at 12.30 on a Tuesday afternoon for that day is going to be nigh on impossible. So, Mama Bear rang the local surgery, spoke to a lovely receptionist who said all the appointments for that day were gone. However, in the background, we had a very grisly bear who the receptionist could hear. The receptionist said to Mama Bear she'd see what she could do. Within five minutes, Mama Bear received a call back and the bear was squeezed in between some later appointments. Now, I'm only assuming this, but I can only think that the receptionist took matters into her own hands. I think she heard the grizzly bear in the background, saw there were no appointments free that day, and went to talk to the doctor. I imagine the receptionist then said to the doctor that she'd just had a phone call from a very upset and poorly one who really needed to see the doctor, and could she squeeze him in? Then, before you know it, the receptionist calls Mama Bear back, cutting an appointment in half to squeeze the bear in. Now, I only imagine that this was the case. The receptionist doesn't probably realise what she's done, but she made Mama Bear's day, and mine. That imagined act of kindness meant that the bear's soria was diagnosed even quicker and we were able to get the much needed medicine far sooner, so he was on the men sooner. If the receptionist hadn't taken my imagined course of action, we would have been sat with the bear at 6pm waiting for an emergency appointment at the main surgery, which could have taken hours. Sometimes it's the small acts of kindness we show without realising that can have a major impact on those we don't know. That evening, the bear was very grisly. He and I both had a cuddle and a kip on the sofa. Then, he had another late night, having lots of cuddles with me on the sofa. Come bedtime, he really surprised me again in the best way possible. We were all making our way up to bed, the bear in the lead, when I turned to Mama Bear and whispered, I bet he goes straight into our room. To my surprise, rather than making his way up to the loft, where we sleep, he went straight into his own bed and settled down. 
I was gobsmacked and upset. I didn't show it, but it floored me. Mama Bear and I carried out our normal routine. We went into his room, tucked him in, gave him a hug and a kiss night-night, then we went up to bed. As soon as we were upstairs and out of earshot, I whispered to Mama Bear, Well, I'm gutted. I was looking forward to hugging him to sleep in our bed and making him feel better. Now he's gone off in his own room like a grown-up boy and settled down. When he knows it's bedtime and he goes to sleep in his own bed, replied Mama Bear. We settled down to go about our routine, reading the news on our phones, reading a book before bed, when we heard movement downstairs. Before you knew it, at the top of our stairs, with his head cocked to one side, favouring his saw but with a massive smile on his face, was the bear. In his best, happiest voice that he could muster, given the pain, he said, I tried going to sleep in my bed, but I want cuddles with you, Mummy and Daddy. Inside, I melted. I was secretly pleased. We could all fall asleep as a three, and I felt like I could help the bear just by being there. We had a good night with only one major wake-up due to pain. Thankfully, now the medicine and painkillers are working their magic. He's much happier and getting back to being the bear. I need to thank those who helped on Tuesday. We were genuinely pleased and surprised by their kindness and understanding that they showed. It's all too easy to say, computer says no, or, well, if you go, that's what's going to happen. But the understanding we received made it so much easier. Thank you. Also this week, I've stepped up my training for a 25km charity walk I'm doing in a few weeks. I've finally come to the realisation that other than my normal gym routine, I'm going to have to get some practice walking. It's a killer, but fun. It seems to be a recurring theme with me. Every few years I challenge myself to do something. This time it's a 25km walk for the local hospice. Last time, it was a 50km bike ride. I'll let you know how I get on. Thanks for listening to the official start of the Monkey Bear podcast. Until next time, have fun and thank you. (laughs) 